0: It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 1207, The Case for Slow Reading, by Aaron Udy with KateFlanders.com, and I'm Justin Malek. Happy Monday, happy 1st of April. It's April Fools here, and I don't have any prank for you. I think I did one once on this show in the few years that it's been running. I said that I was gonna end the show, but none of that today. Anyway, welcome back to Optimal Living Daily, or the OLD podcast where I read to you from some of the best blogs I can find and get permission from. Today's post comes from kateflanders.com, but it's a guest article on her site. Aaron is a writer and editor in New York, an aspiring novelist, actually. For now, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. The Case for Slow Reading, by Aaron Newtie with kateflanders.com. When reading Kate's many thoughts on living slowly and mindfully, it got me thinking about reading slowly and how I've been taking more time to read through both books and articles without even realizing it. And a lot of it is due to the arrival of my son. I first discovered Goodreads in 2011 and found myself in heaven. Finally, a solid way to track all of the books I've read, organize them into different categories, and find and bookmark books I wanted to read. And then I saw the Goodreads reading challenge. You challenge yourself to read a certain number of books by the end of the year, and it keeps track of your progress, letting you know if you're behind or ahead of schedule. In 2016, I read more than was necessary to complete the challenge. I was pregnant for most of the year and found myself consuming books even more readily than usual. I went through the entire Harry Potter series, a number of memoirs, and countless other gems. Sometimes I read aloud to the baby, sometimes kids' books, sometimes not, but I was always reading. I finished up The Chemist while in early labor. As soon as 2017 hit and the baby was born on January 8th, I found my time for reading decreased, but more importantly, I began taking the time to really enjoy books when I did read. Slowing down for long-term books and audiobooks. Once the baby was here, if I had a moment to myself to read, I wanted to savor it. I also found myself picking up what I like to call book-in-between books. Books like What to Expect the First Year by the same author as What to Expect When You're Expecting and Healthy Sleep Habits, Happy Child are not books that you devour as quickly as you can to move on to the next book. They're not typically read cover to cover. They're intended to follow the life of the child and you read along as the kid gets older. These are the type of books you return to again and again to look things up or reread a passage. Initially, I was annoyed that I'd read a good portion of, but not yet finished, a couple of these book-in-between books, but I wasn't able to close them out yet on good reads. But then I realized these books aren't items to be crossed off a list. The point isn't to read as fast as you can so you can put the book out of sight and out of mind to move on to the next read. They're meant to be relished over time. And frankly, they're intended to learn from too. They're nonfiction informative books that are teaching me about how to be a better mom. I don't wanna fly through them just to say I've read them. Similarly, I've gotten into audiobooks in recent years, and I found that sometimes I have to go back and listen to a passage or chapter again to better understand what I'm reading. It could take me a while to get through these, but that's okay. I'm not going to turn up the speed and listen to them as fast as I can so I can read more and more and more and more, If I did that, I'd barely be able to enjoy or even process the books, so what would be the point? Could I even really say I'd read the book at that juncture? Reading slower at work. I'm a writer-editor at a marketing company. I got the job in early 2016 right as I found out I was pregnant. Yes, it was awkward timing for me. In the beginning, I tried to pump out articles as quickly as I could. I wanted to demonstrate that they could rely on me to get pieces done fast. But you know what happens if you rush through an article? you have more edits, things get missed. You forget to check the spelling of a name. You miss pertinent information in a press release. You're so busy getting the words down, you forget who your demographic even is. At some point, my editor says something to me along the lines of, it's okay to slow down and take a little more time. We'd rather it get done correctly than quickly. And again, this is when I was pregnant, which for some reason put me in a go-go-go mode as far as reading and writing went, so I started to make myself slow down. One way I force myself to do this is when reading articles as research for a piece sometimes, I actually retype everything I'm reading as I'm reading it. I could just whiz through reading an article, or I could take the time to type it out, so I have to carefully think out each word, each sentence, and each paragraph. This really helps me to better take in the information and not miss something important. Taking time to read with the kid. I'll admit sometimes I'm ready for him to go to bed so I can get on with my evening. I'm occasionally tempted to race through goodnight, goodnight construction site so I can get him in his crib and I can go and do yoga or watch my soap opera or read my own book. But I can't do that. He deserves to take the time to enjoy books too. Before I had a kid, when I was babysitting or watching other people's kids, I would hate how we would have to pause several times when reading a book. I'd say something like, and then the bunny hopped across the lawn and the kid would interrupt me with bunny while enthusiastically banging his or her hands on the book. I'd respond with, yes, bunny, as I was saying. I just wanted to read through the story, but little kids don't read that way. They need to stop and point things out and pull tabs on pop-up books. With my kid, he's not yet a year old, so he's not quite talking, other than da-da-da-da-da. But from what I've read and what to expect the first year, during this time period, you need to be the one to stop during the story. You must be the one to point out what's going on in the book before he can do this himself. Look at the little girl eating blueberries. Blueberries are yummy and sweet. Or, that's a cow, cows go moo. Goodnight Moon is particularly great for this as it has quite a few objects in the book that are excellent for examining. Mittens, kittens, a mouse, a brush, a bowl. Kids need to read slower. There must be interruptions, discussions, the pointing out of various things. Time to take a couple of moments to digest what we're reading. We could all probably benefit from taking a chapter out of their book. You just listened to the post titled The Case for Slow Reading by Aaron Newtie with KateFlanders.com. We've heard from a lot of amazing people on this podcast, but if you're like me, you wanna go deeper. So where can you go to learn from the most remarkable people? That's Masterclass. Masterclass offers unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with over 180 world-class instructors, plus every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every month. Like John kabat zinns he's a mindfulness expert who teaches you how to incorporate meditation into your everyday life. I've loved his class. It's really helped me to hone my meditation skills, especially when I'm out and experience stressful situations and don't have the time or space to have a proper meditation session. I feel that thanks to his class, I've really been able to stay more composed no matter what's happening. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com old. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash old, masterclass.com slash old. So I think this podcast, Optimal Living Daily, is a good example of what Aaron was talking about. You can binge listen and burn through hundreds of episodes. I actually think it's great when people do that. At the same time, many of these could be heard again to really sink in, and slowly. But however you get your positivity in for the day, it really doesn't matter, at least in my opinion. Listening at two times the speed is better than nothing at all. But slowing down and taking time to digest all of this great stuff, I think it's worth it, or at least worth trying. And with that, I'll let you go. Hope your week is off to a great start. Thank you for being here and listening to me and for subscribing to the show. I'll be back tomorrow reading to you where your optimal life awaits